0: Something that would be really useful, because then we shouldn't just hope the fireworks would make those process sit up. We should know. It would be something to do, Cyril owned with languid approval. So the table was moved back, and then the hole in the carpet that had been near the window till the carpet was turned round showed most awfully. But Anthea stole out on tiptoe and got the tray when Cook wasn't looking, and brought it in and put it over the hole. Then all the fireworks were put on the table, and each of the four children shut its eyes very tight, and put out its hand and grasped something. Robert took a cracker, Cyril and Anthea had Roman candles, but Jane's fat paw closed on the gem of the whole collection the -the jack-in-the-box that had cost two shillings, and at least one of the party, I will not say which because it was sorry afterwards, declared that Jane had done it on purpose. Nobody was pleased, for the worst of it was that these children, with a very proper dislike of anything even faintly bordering on the sneakish, had a law unalterable, as those of the Medes and Persians, that one had to stand by the results of a toss-up or a drawing of lots or any other appeal to chance, however much one might happen to dislike the way things were turning out. I didn't mean to, said Jane near tears. I don't care, I'll draw another. You know jolly well you can't, said Cyril bitterly, "'It's settled. It's medium and Persian. "'You've done it, and you'll have to stand by it, and us too, worse luck. "'Never mind, you'll have your pocket money before the fifth. "'Anyway, we'll have the -the jack-in-the-box last and get the most out of it we can.' "'So the cracker and the Roman candles were lighted, "'and they were all that could be expected for the money. "'But when it came to the -the jack-in-the-box,' It simply sat in the tray and laughed at them, as Cyril said. They tried to light it with paper, and they tried to light it with matches. They tried to light it with Vesuvian fuses from the pocket of father's second-best overcoat that was hanging in the hall. And then Anthea slipped away to the cupboard under the stairs, where the brooms and dustpans were kept, and the rosiny firelighters that smell so nice, and like the woods where the pine trees grow, and the old newspapers, and the beeswax, and turpentine, and the horrid and stiff, dark rags that are used for cleaning brass and furniture, and the paraffin for the lamps. She came back with a little pot that had once cost sevenpence halfpenny when it was full of red currant jelly, but the jelly had all been eaten long ago, and now Anthea had filled the jar with paraffin. She came in and she threw the paraffin over the tray just at the moment when Cyril was trying with the 23rd match to light the jack-in-the-box. The The -the jack-in-the-box did not catch fire any more than usual, but the paraffin acted quite differently and in an instant a hot flash of flame leapt up and burned off Cyril's eyelashes and scorched the faces of all four before they could spring back. They backed in four instantaneous bounds as far as they could, which was to the wall, and the pillar of fire reached from floor to ceiling. "'My hat!' said Cyril with emotion. "'You've done it this time, Anthea.' The flame was spreading out under the ceiling like the rose of fire in Mr Rider Haggard's exciting story about Alan Quatermain. Robert and Cyril saw that no time was to be lost. They turned up the edges of the carpet and kicked them over the tray. This cut off the column of fire and it disappeared, and there was nothing left but smoke and a dreadful smell of lamps that have been turned too low. All hands now rushed to the rescue. The paraffin fire was only a bundle of trampled carpet, when suddenly a sharp crack beneath their feet made the amateur fireman start back. Another crack. The carpet moved as if it had a cat wrapped in it. The jack-in-the-box had at last...